1: Welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, a proud member of Sports Drink Network. It is March 6, 2022. This is Tom coming to you from the Sawdust Studios of the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost. The Aaron Rodgers story has become red hot as we near his self-imposed deadline to make a decision about staying in Green Bay. Although the Steelers were originally thought to be a long-shot destination, the chances seem to be improving. Also, ESPN pundits hint. The two premier O-linemen who will be free agents may be in the Steelers' crosshairs.
0: You know what? There's a lot of linemen out there in the crosshairs of national media and national attention because apparently linemen run uh, like four fours now in the NFL Combine. I have no idea how that's happening, Dad. So even if the Steelers don't get a veteran offensive lineman, it seems like there's a lot of great choices in the draft. And I got to assume either these guys are juicing or they're juicing with athletic greens. Which is a revolution in terms of the vitamin industry. Look, people take multivitamins all the time. You gotta take one that's top quality. And if you take one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins. That's Mean Joe Green's jersey number, that's easy to remember. You're absorbing these vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything, plus it costs less than 3 bucks per day. This supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. And it adapts to a wide range of diets. Look, it's time to reclaim your health. Look at what these fat guys are doing and the NFL combine. These aren't fat guys. These are the, su- the the future of humanity. And please don't tell any of them that I call them fat because my life would end pretty quickly if that was the case. But you got to take back your health. It's one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills. Just get it going. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast, everybody, it's a live, audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and easy to use. You can talk to insiders. You can talk to athletes, fans. Hell, maybe you'll even talk to us on there. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news because we're talking all sports all the time here on ColorCast. You can share your own experiences on the app, and I'm sure some of you have had this experience on Twitter, but it's a great way to build a little community. It's one of the the upsides of the Internet, which has – slowly deteriorated all of our brains and our retinas. This is one of the examples of of the cool thing about the internet where you can get together with like-minded people because ColorCast makes it easy. All you got to do is download the ColorCast app for free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group.
1: So with his usual prolific leaking like a sieve, Mike Florio is telling us all kind of new information and what's, What I do appreciate is there are a lot of unnamed sources, which don't matter that much in football as it does in politics. But some of the news coming out today is astounding.
0: Yeah, Florio talking that, uh, you know, he takes a long time to vet these things. But apparently Aaron Rodgers is officially down to four teams. Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos and Tennessee Titans. Basically the four teams everybody anticipated to begin with. So that makes sense. Florio, he talks about it a lot on his show, along with Sims. Like, they have fantastic NFL connections. So, when these rumors are going around, it doesn't mean they will ultimately happen, but it does mean that there is validity to them. And they take a while to sort of vet these things. Whatever you think about Florio, I think I've expressed this publicly. I'm a big fan. I love him. I think he's entertaining. I can pretty easily sort out the conspiracy Mike stuff like okay he's being over the top he's trying to stir the pot but I think that just a lot of NFL fans get butthurt like when he says something about Julian Edelman like Julian Edelman gets suspended for PEDs and then he retires and Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and he's saying well he's retired he could just go back on another cycle of PEDs and join Tom Brady and you wouldn't be able to ding him for that and people freak out and insinuate that a guy who just took PEDs while the rules were watching for them, wouldn't take them again. While the rules aren't watching, so I think that people get butt hurt a lot. But I guess it's a long way to say that data looks like, if anything, this confirms that the Steelers are actually interested. Because you could see how Aaron would be interested in, in Pittsburgh and Mike Tallman. and all the, you know, Pittsburgh obviously has some glaring holes, but it's an attractive uh, city for him, it seems. But this is interesting to hear that the Steelers are, are officially. Um, fishing around in these waters what do you what do you think about that
1: I think it's even more than that it's not just that there are potential candidates the report says that Aaron Rodgers has specific deals lined up with the other teams in other words they know what the compensation is going to be they know what they would trade to do it if he chooses their team that's and this is all done with the permission of the Packers that that to me is big news
0: That is huge news because, once again, you're right. We don't know the sources. We don't know if it's 100%. We don't know if these sources are are close to the GM or close to Rodgers but not close enough. But that being said, the percentages have certainly risen with the release of this report. And if the Steelers have a deal in place, that is pretty amazing. They have said multiple times, Kevin Colbert said, we are going to unturn every stone. I guess we'll turn over every stone. He said specifically, we will look in the draft – We will look in free agency, and we will look at trades. So, of course, you're thinking, well, Aaron and Russ are going to be in there. Now, will the Steelers be willing to pay that cost? I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard to tell, Dad, because in the past, the answer is no. But the NFL has changed, and the Steelers have done a decent job. I think the Steelers have done a lot better than their counterpart, the Packers, who are the other classic team who never utilized free agency. But when the Steelers... Uh, traded for, or I guess they signed, Joe Hayden, traded for Vance McDonald. Then later you see all these these other moves going on with trading up to get Devin Bush, trading a first-round pick to get Minka Fitzpatrick. The Steelers have changed their ways, and you know you're going to need probably multiple first-round picks to get Aaron Rodgers. You know that the Steelers try to win the Super Bowl every year. And so that's my thing, Dad. We can get into the... What do you think about this? Because we can get into the fan reactions here about how you are either completely in with the Aaron Rodgers thing or completely out. There's no middle ground. I think that the Steelers are interested simply because of the fact that they try to win the Super Bowl. They tried to win with Duck. You know, they try to win every year. They push their chips under the table every year. And so while people are saying the Steelers are so far away, he doesn't make them an immediate contender. And I have my own thoughts on that, which we can get into. But I think from the Steelers' standpoint, they, would, they don't care that it could be a four-year career. They would be interested
1: in it. What do you think? I absolutely would be, would be interested. I'd be interested for two years. These windows are short, right? And right. we've been complaining about the offensive line. We have seen teams win with this sort of um, mercenary – Right. Strategy, bring yeah, the guy yeah. in. Uh, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money to be doled out. And I think the Steelers could probably do it. They've got a two-year window. Four years would be, you know, who knows what's going to happen after a couple of years. I'd do it in a heartbeat.
0: Here's the next thing. I mean, it's
1: going to – it's just and, – and I said, right now, there's no cost to me saying that. It would just would be fun.
0: Well, we'll get into that. definitely. That, that's actually a factor, like, for fans. And then, for you know, Florio also put out, put out a great article – that you have lined up here later in the podcast about how the Steelers' attendance, uh, people watching the game, and then people actually going to the game, is down. I can tell you this. I've said it on this podcast many times. We will be watching and talking about the Steelers for the rest of our lives, no matter what happens to the Steelers. We are always here. But I can't lie. The last three years have lessened my interest in the Steelers. And I don't pay any less attention than I used to, but they, they have been such a brutally boring team to watch and frustrating team for three years. like, And it's only been a couple, This could continue. So let's put a bookmark in that and the fun factor. Let's actually talk about them pushing their chips into the middle. Here's a couple factors. I don't understand. Like, The Steelers are two years away. If you put Aaron Rodgers in and you take this year with all the free agent money, by the way, the salary cap is going to explode over the next two years. It's going to explode. And you just like – You can do whatever you want with the salary cap and the voidable years. We have seen that. You can manipulate the salary cap. And to me, I don't know if people realize this, but they're like, uh, what is it, a four-year rebuild? Like, You only have a couple more years left of TJ Watts prime as it is. So when you think, oh, we got TJ and we got Minka, you're going to turn around, and they're going to be past their prime, and they'll still be good players, but they won't be the superstars that they are right now. Cam Hayward's going to be gone in a couple years. You, th- I feel like people think these guys are just going to be frozen in their prime for a long time. You have to try to win the Super Bowl within the next three or four years if you want to win it with the current superstars you have. So I look at this as if you sign Aaron Rodgers – you can definitely make the money work. Secondarily, you have to try to win the Super Bowl within the next four years. They're not going to win it this year, but we're going to talk about how they're looking at Ryan Jensen and Laken Tomlinson. What if you sign one of them and you draft another lineman? Like You can put this together pre- pretty quickly. You have decent receivers. You have a great running back. You have a great tight end. You have great pass rushers. You have a great safety. You have a lot of pieces. To me, this Aaron Rodgers thing, if you could sign him on a three-, four-year contract – which I don't know if he'd be down for this year is like, okay, let's load the cannons. Let's get better. Let's get people watching the Steelers and we'll take two years to sign a couple extra linemen. And then you're in the Super Bowl contention, not this year, not next year. So it's not exactly like the Broncos plan or when they got Peyton Manning or the Buccaneers when they got Tom Brady, but it could be a two year rebuild. So I don't think that it's insane at all. I don't know where people are coming from with this, that the Steelers have a lot of pieces.
1: A couple of thoughts about the salary cap. Yes, the salary cap's going to explode, but it's going to explode for all teams. And that's just going to increase the demand for the for the better players. So, yeah, we'll be okay for, uh, I think, the first year. We'll have a lot of money to spend, but these players are going to cost that much more to buy or to bring onto your team. However, when you think about the Steelers, where, where do teams spend their money? The quarterback, like 10 to 15% on the quarterback alone. The Steelers won't have that liability after Rodgers, so that money will be cleared up. And what superstar is currently on the team that's going to break the bank? I mean, as you pointed out, and TJ I mean, just did. Yeah, TJ's already in there to it. You know, he's he's already in there, and he may not have a play next year. Cam yeah, will Minka's going to get Minka's, Minka's gonna get money, but
0: that's not quarterback or edge money. Look, yeah, my and, it point is this. and it won't be You're the talk- wide. Go for it, yeah. yeah. And
1: it won't and it won't be a wide receiver. So I don't see anybody on the team right now. I mean, and Najee's a running back, so they never spend money on running back so and by the way I actually think- if you drafted Najee you
0: better win the Super Bowl within his first five years too or you're going to end up like Dallas who just re-signed Ezekiel Elliott for 90 million dollars and 4.0 yards of carry as somebody tweeted the other day I wish I could remember who it was probably um Warren Sharp and now they have to release their number one receiver in Amari Amer- Cooper because they can't afford him so like all of this plays in. like the Steelers are going to try to win within the next few years
1: yeah and it's like again i'm sort of rambling a little bit about where the steelers are spending their money they should have money even to acquire you know edge rushers in inside you know linebackers and the, and so forth because we're not going to have i can't see who the superstar is that we're going to really need to pay
0: right and they don't even need an edge rush they got two edge rushers they'll they'll find somebody i'm just t- i'm
1: trying to give an example you're... of something that costs a lot of money sure corner and I, corner I, and,
0: and here's my thing that you're talking about how it's going to get more competitive to sign these guys like None of that matters because everyone thinks the problem is like, oh, we just don't have the money to do it. It's like, you have the money and then just go $70 million over the cap like the Saints and then destroy. Like, you can just pay whatever you want to people if you're trying to win the Super Bowl in a small window, which I think if you put Aaron Rodgers coming off back to back MVPs, you look at what Tom Brady, and you know, Tom Brady's a whole other animal with the way he protects his body, but Rodgers in great shape too. What is, is Brady 44? and he just led the league in passing. And Rodgers, second consecutive MVP. He's not Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but you'd have one of the best five or ten best quarterbacks in the league. With TJ and Minka, you still have camp. Like, I think that this makes a ton of sense because Malik Willis is an exciting guy, and if you can't get uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'd be excited about trying to get Malik Willis, or if it makes sense, you don't have to break the bank. But that's a guy who's not going to be ready for – a while. I mean, the dude's super raw. So I think the decision makes a lot of sense for the Steelers. And when you're talking about sacrificing number one draft picks, I just can't believe, like, okay, so, so let me get this straight. So you won't sacrifice two or three first round picks for the MVP quarterback, but you will sacrifice two or three draft picks for the quarterback from Liberty. Because that's what the anti Aaron Rodgers crowd is saying. Like, he's... You're you're down to trade up for an unknown quarterback but you're not down to trade for the MVP quarterback you're going to lose first round picks in your, in your attempt in your attempt to get a quarterback like you have to be so even the ravens traded up back in the first round to get lamar jackson you're going to lose first round picks i don't know why everybody's so obsessed with that
1: well that's been the discussion we've had you know it's been had um largely by by the fan base right whether it's worth first round picks in a rebuilding we have we have to admit we've we've pivoted we're back into no with the right quarterback a proven quarterback we're in a super bowl window give it all away because we'll have more money in the future
0: well i guess my my opinion is just changing of like i don't think they're gonna win the super bowl this year but then if you get that quarterback i think you could win it the very next
1: year yeah okay i'll give you a two-year window i'm 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 down. Sign yeah, me up.
0: I, I think so. And so it just depends on the price. And I think that Rodgers has some leverage potentially, you know? So it might not be as horrible as, as what do you it mean? Could be.
1: What do you mean he has leverage? I mean, he has the ultimate leverage, right?
0: What do you mean the ultimate leverage? I mean, with the he, Packers he, and his ability to get out of there and for the, him to be like, you need to accept the trade. I don't know if they'll actually do it or not, you know?
1: You know, the fact that this – leaked sort of this this leaked story says there are already deals lined up and the packers gave their okay that would they give their okay if they weren't even entertaining the idea of him leaving
0: yeah i think the drama of the past two years has resulted in them in them finally succumbing and i think that brian gutenkus is is tired of him he's tired of having to deal with this war with aaron Rodgers, uh which he started by making the worst draft pick in the history of the nfl He drafts a consensus fourth-round quarterback, excuse me, hold on, trades up to draft a consensus fourth-round quarterback in Jordan Love in the middle of two consecutive Aaron Rodgers MVP seasons, two consecutive NFC Championship game appearances, and then, yes, uh, they totally choked in the divisional playoff game this year. I won't deny that, but, I mean, come on that all the quarterbacks choke in one playoff game every two years. Like you're lucky if you get three great playoff games out of a quarterback. Look at all. Yeah. I'm not even going to go into that. Um, It's just, it's really interesting. And, and the more we stare down quarterbackless future in the face and you see what Matt Stafford did and you see what Tom Brady did and you see what Peyton Manning did. This is a viable strategy in the NFL at this point. So, I'm not going to be furious if they don't get him, and I'm still curious about Malik Willis and guys like that. I'll just be furious if they take Sam Howell or Kenny Pickett. You know, God, God bless him. You know, Kenny Pickett, and I got to watch Kenny Moore. We're about to finally get into to official watching season here. Um, but I'm really not interested in getting guys who aren't elite talents, given the freaks that surround the Steelers in the AFC. You know, um, so I think that this is this makes a lot more sense than some people are giving a credit for, but I do totally acknowledge that it's a little bit of a, of a gamble, I guess. Uh, I don't know, man, just, you have a lot of good players already. Just plug it in with free agents.
1: The latest rumor is that Rogers wants 50 million a year. What do you think about that number? He's got, he's MVP last year.
0: He's the MVP the year before. He's tremendously underpaid. That's the price for the MVP quarterback. It baffles me that anybody has a problem with this. And if you don't like Rodgers, you're just determined to not like Rodgers. He's another Ben. How could you – what is the world? What a greedy – he's got the MVP twice in a row, and he's like the seventh highest paid quarterback. He's – Aaron Rodgers has, like, never been the top highest paid quarterback. He has been – Tom Brady, who everyone has this weird – they're like, he just used to take less money. He would not re-sign with the Patriots unless they paid him more than Peyton. That was always his his deal. Like, you're going to pay me more than Peyton Manning's making. So people fictionalize everything. If you look up the top paid quarterbacks, I don't know what the list is off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott. Let that sink in. Uh, Josh Allen, and a couple other guys before you get to to, um, to uh, Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, I would hope he'd take a slight discount on account of just being older and recognizing that. that But, like, it, it is crazy to me that people are arguing against the two-time defending MVP, and it really is just because Rodgers pisses people off because he can be a bit annoying with the lying about the vaccine thing and just being a little bit you know, arrogant and stuff like that. I totally get that. He's definitely annoying sometimes, but so are all quarterbacks.
1: (laughs) Uh, Can we move on to this other related story about the incentive the Steelers have to acquire Aaron Rodgers? Please, yeah. I wonder, Dad,
0: how much of it, this issue with Steelers fans, is this double-edged sword of how awesome Steelers fans have been over the decades because of the close link between the Steelers' team culture and the city's culture, where I think that sort of faded for a lot of cities, but the Steelers have been able to keep this thing going, where obviously in the 70s, it was significant, the cultural tie between the Steelworkers and then the football team, which had an extremely tough identity. Now, like we've said before, there were plenty of jujus on that t- You know, There were plenty of guys who were out there, rock starring in that era and you just didn't find out about it because there wasn't as much news or, and there was no social media, but there was this link. It was tough defense. Everything's tough, tough, tough. Obviously the Northeast region of the country values that in general, but especially Pittsburgh. And then now there's a transition. It's not just Juju and Claypool. It's just, there's a new generation of people and it's more like, and the, and the rules of football have changed to, to prevent hard hits and there is more sort of entertainment star culture. And some of it, I agree, is cringy and I don't like it. But at the end of the day, it's football. It's a physical sport. It's attracting tough guys. It just sort of evolves. I wonder how much of that is an issue too. I, would, I wonder if like the culture of football changing has soured some of the people or if that shouldn't matter because the younger Pittsburgh fans should be acclimated to this culture then does that go back to, like, the tickets are too expensive so that the 20-year-olds can't afford tickets or something like that? I wonder. I mean, also, you know, Ben, the past three years of him being injured and then being lackluster, th- that's a tough team. It's been a really boring team to watch. It's its incredible how bad the offense has gotten.
1: It's a good question. You know, I just, I just quickly looked up the NH- NHL attendance, and Pittsburgh is ranked 10th both home and away. I don't know. I don't think uh, hockey is much less money – of an investment than in football. I, I don't know. Well, those I mean, games are a lot they, cheaper. They are? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No seat, no seat licenses or anything?
0: Well, they have so many more games, and I think there's just more yeah, accessibility, okay. accessibility yeah. to that. Well, it is. NFL I mean, games. Attending a game
1: expensive. But here's the thing. You would think it was the money if they weren't still selling out all their tickets. And maybe it is, like you said, it's just older fans. Like, I'm too Like, at, at my age... I'm not going to go to multiple games. It's I don't want the hassle factor. I don't want the crowd. I don't want to have to wait forever to get a fifty dollars beer. Or so right, and then I couldn't maybe, afford. Maybe it there's some of that when going it's on. my
0: group that should be going to the games at this point, point. and so maybe it's priced out. And I think that that's what a lot of people complain about.
1: Well, anyway, back to the original premise is that if the the premise is if the Steelers get a marquee player like Aaron Rodgers, more people will come. More people will part pay for parking and buy food. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a good argument because. If Aaron Rodgers is getting paid $50 million, you know, another 8,000 hot dogs is not going to pay the bill, but we will see.
0: I think uh, I'm scared of the Steelers being able to get a quarterback or not. It seems like they're way more available than they ever were. Obviously, quarterback play is just better. So, but it just, you know, they picked Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. That scares me already, you know? And if you have a chance to get a guy like this and you have a chance, to capitalize on the large number of star young players. Young superstars they have. Najee. I mean, Friermuth could end up being that kind of guy. Minka, TJ, Cam in the last few years of his career. You you have to strike now. You really do. So that's why I like the idea of getting Rodgers. Also, Rodgers is my second favorite quarterback of all time, so that would be cool. I hope Terry would be cool and just let him wear the twelve. If anybody's allowed to wear it, I'd say Aaron Rodgers is a worthy um you know choice for that i still like don't think it's going to happen at the end of the day and i guess we've spent a lot of time on this if if it means it's not going to happen but i i think this conversation is still very worthwhile because this is the great question how are the steelers going to fix the quarterback problem when you got freaking joe burrow and lamar jackson people try to make try to downplay lamar jackson he's amazing i don't i don't know what that's all about. I'm not saying it's Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's damn good. And there's two other ones, and Deshaun Watson might be around. So, yeah, they need a quarterback, and it should be interesting to see what they do. They uh, And then they just got to stay in shape on defense to chase these guys around who are slinging bombs for every other team. And a great way to stay in shape is by taking athletic greens. Look, a lot of people take multivitamin it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and that's right, adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. You will not age. They didn't say that, but I'm inferring. It's lifestyle friendly. It adapts to a wide range of diets, less than one gram of, gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or any crap like that. And it's less than three bucks per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially before you get on a plane or, or you know, really just getting near anybody. Just take one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. New, No need. For a million different pills and supplements and intravenous solutions to look out for your health, just make it easy with Athletic Greens. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health. And pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Colorcast is a live audio only sports talk prat- platform that's free to download and easy to use. Pratt-form, platform, platform, Pratt Falls is what we see Mason Rudolph do when he goes on talk shows. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's free to download and easy to use. Look, you can create a great community of like minded sports fans. And if by like minded, I mean good people. And if by good people, I mean. Pittsburgh sports fans. You can do it in real time. You can talk to fans, athletes, and insiders. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. I'm talking about Colorcast, everybody. All you need to do is download the Colorcast app for free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group.
1: We alluded early in the episode that there uh, may be a couple of premier O linemen who are available to the Steelers in free agency.
0: This just shows you why you you don't need to freak out so deeply. And after we didn't, after the Steelers didn't take linemen in the first round last year, you and I had a lot of conversations about that, and you know the value of taking Najee, but the fact that there really were no more true first round linemen at that point available. Now, of course, the best Lyman of the class, <laughs> Creed Humphrey, the center, uh, and you know there's guys who got taken in the second and third round, but that's revisionist history. They would have gotten nobody predicted these guys to go in the first round. So, but I guess what I'm trying to say is we were upset when they didn't go lineman in the second round. And we sort of justified it over the year of like, well, if Kendrick Green can work out, he he did not. You still have a draft next year. You still have free agency. And if you picked up someone like Ryan Jensen, particularly the center from Tampa Bay, who played his first four years in Baltimore, he's one of the best centers in the league. He's 30 years old. So he's got a couple years left. But not only is he one of the best centers in the league, he has the biggest attitude of any center. It's Marquise Pouncey on cocaine or, you know, crack. (laughs) I was going to walk it back. I just wanted to intensify it for some reason. Because he starts fights constantly on every play and is the great agitator. He is like a Joey Porter. He is one of those guys who gets under the skin of other teams and he is exactly what the Steelers could use on a young, inexperienced, and kind of soft offensive line for my money, you know? So what an unbelievable get. I mean, think if you added this guy to the offensive line. Not only is he going to improve your pass blocking and run blocking, but he's going to take your other linemen, and he's going to lead them along. We saw how big that veteran leadership is. So if they get Ryan Jensen, I'm going to be over the moon, but there's going to be a lot of competition for him. Because he's incredible.
1: I don't know if he what's going to happen to his number, but he was a forty million dollars for four years, ten million dollar a year guy for Tampa Bay. Yeah,
0: I mean the Steelers. These are the kind of signings they need to make, and especially on offense, they need experience. On defense, they have leaders. They have Cam, TJ, and Minka. Even if they lose Joe Hayden. They've even got guys like Sutton who have been around, not a super vocal guy, but a great communicator in this in the secondary. They have guys on defense who can communicate and lead. They do not have that guy on offense. It's not Deontay or Chase. We know that. Juju, if they manage to keep him, he is one of those leaders. None of the linemen are that guy. Najee is still young in Friermuth. They they need to sign a player like this. Or Lakin Tomlinson will be a great um uh you know addition as well. But it's really exciting and you could see if they if they hit on their offensive lineman, whoever they take in this draft, and they draft one of these guys, you know, you, <laughs> that's a revolution over there. And you would love to take a guy who's a guarantee, like Ryan Jensen. We know how good this guy is and has been for his whole career and how he would fit culturally with the tough Steelers, you know.
1: Well, assuming at his age, you know, ten million dollars is still the number and Tom Linson is five. Let's say you let's just dream, shall we? Get them both. What would the offensive line out of the gate? And Aaron, what does the offensive line look like at that point next year with those? If you two got guys? both
0: those players, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be twice as good as they are now. I'm telling you go, right
1: now. Go down the go down the line from left tackle to the other side.
0: Well, I guess, man, you just you wonder if they're going to. They're not going to go tackle. Because I'm thinking, like, you're, you're probably going to have Chooks in there. I don't know if Dan Moore will be starting or not. That's the the question mark. They certainly will not be scared of that, especially based off of them signing Zach Banner when they signed him. I know they said they want more out of him this year, but let's not even really count him as an active player on the roster. He hasn't done anything in his career. So I'm wondering. They're not going to take a tackle in the first round because they haven't done it in 30 years. And they, at the Combine this week, have been mostly meeting with centers and guards and then quarterbacks and corners and stuff like that, receivers. So I would say, but maybe it'll be a second-round tackle or something like that. So I'll say Chooks is one, or I don't even know. The tackles are tough. But then you'd have Dotson and and Tomlinson and Jensen on the inside and what, Najee was like the fifth-leading rusher in the NFL with that crap last year. You're going to be bashing people's skulls in. You could have a legitimate, decent running game, which is what the Steelers are going to want to focus on this year my theory is always like it takes two all-star linemen and then the rest can kind of fall in line. We saw it with Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro. I mean, it just makes everybody better, especially if it's the center who calls out the signals and is really the leader of the group and also would give them some attitude, which they sorely lacked last year. I mean, not helping Ben up constantly, that was... Like, who are these? Fire all these people. I mean, how can you not even think to do that in time? Like, you, how are you going to be taught to do that? You should be doing that since middle school.
1: It's crazy. It would made that what exacerbated that. that whole thing is that was a point of focus at the beginning of the season, right? Nastiness. Yeah. And it turned out to be niceness. Yeah, that
0: coach got fired. Except. Yeah. D- mission except failed. Except to your
1: own quarterback. Hey, you brought up the NFL scouting combine, which ends tomorrow. Um, it's fun. I will tell you, though, watching yeah. the 40-yard dash. You know, it, it's sort of like eating popcorn, kind of unsat- Yeah, I want to do it, but it's unsatisfying because they're not racing anybody except for the clock. And you right. can't tell. Yeah, really. Like, I mean, you tell. can see, but here's the one that blew me away. Yeah. You can see a wide receiver moving, like this guy ran right. track. But six foot, six inch, 245 pound defensive edge, Armé Barno ran a 4.36 40-yard dash, and it was reported Insane. to be the fastest since 2003, and I'm not sure anybody ran faster, but apparently that's the year they started measuring using lasers. Watch the video. If he's running a 5.36, I wouldn't be surprised because he just looks, he's just enormous as he unfolds out of the, from the starting line, and he looks like he's working hard, but that's what I say. Without anything to measure against, he didn't look like that fast, but that's incredible. And again, more proof that this is why your kid will never play in the NFL.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And this sense guy for is not body. even.
1: And this guy did make get into the combine, but he is not, you know, he's like way down the list of uh, desirable edge rushers. Sort of, he's just a physical freak.
0: Yeah, it seems like this year was this sort of understated draft class, but they're blowing the combine away. I think even the receivers are setting records. It's the fastest offensive line class ever in terms of the 40. You got this Kentucky guy, Rosenthal, who ran a 4-8. Arizona State, Deech, Chris Paul from Tulsa, and, and Trevor Penning all ran like 4-8-9s. Icky Iquonu is probably like a top 10 pick. 4-9. These are offensive linemen. This is insane. So, yeah, that has been pretty cool uh, uh, regarding the combine. You know, it also showed that Tyler Lindenbaum, the superstar center for Iowa, who's, you know, one of the most hyped centers in, in a few years, but very small, undersized. Turns out he's actually smaller than Kendrick Green. So that that's kind of a scary proposition for the Steelers to take a guy like that who, isn't, who is not a great scheme fit to begin with, um, but an elite, elitely regarded player that way. And so those are some of the things that help to get to put numbers on the tape. But I think the the biggest value for the combine, I don't want to repeat the same segment every year, although you know we have new listeners. Uh, but it's the biggest thing is the interviews. They say it's really being able to get to talk to the guys, and then for the fans, it's fun just because it stimulates discussion. Like that's what it's all about. It's it's really fun seeing what everybody runs and everybody uh, measures, and seeing Kenny Pickett's historically small hands. Somebody made a funny tweet about like, man, with Kenny Pickett's small hands, he can never play in a cold weather place like Pittsburgh. And so many people were ripping him in the comments. It's like you that humanity is in trouble.
1: That's exactly <laughs> exhibit A, why you can never get caught up in that.
0: Yeah, don't read the comments. like You guys, that is the actual point. <laughs> so, Hey, would you just uh, go yeah.
1: back? You, you had mentioned where the Steelers were focusing their, their uh, meetings.
0: Yeah, they're looking at guards and centers and receivers and corners and quarterbacks. And everybody knows they love Malik. And we'll see what happens there. You know, I think Carolina is like number six in the draft. We know Carolina, Washington is desperate for a quarterback, allegedly called every single team about their quarterback, including the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Like, hey, don't shoot me. What will it take from Mahomes? Okay, can't do it. Bye. But, yeah, they're calling everybody. Now, they've, uh, you know, Florio, to bring him up again, has said it's not a bad thing that they called the Chiefs. They know they're not going to get him, But, it, what, it takes five minutes to just make the call. You never know what happens. They've called, they said they called every single team. So if they called every team, they called about Aaron Rodgers, even though Green Bay also, by the way, this week said that nobody's called about Aaron Rodgers. So there's so many different reports about that. And I thought to my, I laughed to myself thinking, like, they, Washington did not call Pittsburgh about Mason Rudolph. All right. So the, the whole thesis for that argument, if they called everybody, then they called Aaron, it was like, well, they sure as hell didn't call Denver or Pittsburgh or Carolina or anything like that. So, yeah, what are you going to do? But should be interesting. Uh, those teams are are higher and, and, and ready to, you know, better position to take a Malik Willis. But the Steelers showing that crazy interest, you just got to take that as gospel because it's been over 10 years of them showing their hand in the draft. So should be fun to watch. He had a great performance. He fed a homeless guy uh, on the side of the street at the combine when he didn't know anybody was watching. Somebody spied on him. Good guy. I heard him in some interviews. I heard all the quarterbacks. Uh, Chris Sims had interviewed all the quarterbacks of the Combine. Good stuff in there. And the Steelers are focusing on some of that. And we're going to bring you all that information as it comes out. And the reason why we're able to bring you that information is because of Sports Drink. Today's episode of Steelers Outpost Podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, just like all the rest of them. Your digital, digital water cooler. Let's try that again. Sports Drink. Your digital water cooler. It's a lot of T's. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate all teams that aren't the Steelers. They wrote that differently in their ad, but I amended it for them to reflect you know, the true nature of what sports should be about. A rising tide lifts all boats, people, so go check them out online or on any social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open the gram, type in at sportsdrink.org. Without any of the vowels, so it's at S P R T S D R in case. drink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, people. All
1: right. Support us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sports drink. The only other little. So the combine will close tomorrow, and Tuesday is the deadline for franchise and transition tags. And as we talked about last week, we don't anticipate any news there from Pittsburgh, Thankfully. unless
0: that was annoying for years. Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. we got plenty of news coming up. Right. That was a very exciting show with the Rodgers and Jensen and Tomlinson news, and
1: hopefully there will be more on that. I mean, there will be in the next couple of weeks. Fingers crossed. All right, close close your eyes, click your heels together three times, and hit us up on Twitter at Steelers Outpost. Shoot us an email at SteelersOutpost at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week, go Steelers. Okay, bye-bye. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings, just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at.